Well, election season is upon us. We see all kinds of things heating up in the presidential election world. We know 2020 was kind of a disaster. So election integrity is on the forefront of every American's mind, at least every American that has two eyes and is paying attention. Well, what is going on in Alabama? We're bringing on Secretary of State Wes Allen to talk about the moves that he's making to make sure uh, that Alabama is the best state in the nation as far as election integrity goes. We have an incredible culture here in the state of Alabama, but our politics and public policy don't reflect the people of Alabama. Media drives culture. Culture is what drives politics and public policy. Welcome everyone to 1819 News, the podcast. I'm Brian Dawson, CEO of 1819 News and host of this here podcast, where we're pursuing a free and flourishing Alabama every single week. Today, we've got a great episode. Uh, we continue on as we're hitting our statewide officials. We've had uh, Lieutenant Governor Will Ainsworth on, uh, Attorney General Steve Marshall, uh, and now we are having the Secretary of State, Wes Allen. He's coming on to join uh, join us to talk about um, some of the things that he's done. I mean, right away, got us out of Eric. That was a, a promise that he made on the campaign trail that that was going to be the first thing he did. And before he even got sworn in, he sent a letter to them saying, hey, I'm thinking to get us out of this as soon as it happens. So just, you know, and so fulfilled that campaign promise. We're not used to that happening. People saying they're going to do stuff and then they do it. So excited to see what he's done since getting us out of Eric. We're going to bring him on to talk about that. And if you don't know him, he's been on Alabama Unfiltered several times. This is his first time on this podcast. So he'll go through a little bit of his background uh, and things like that. So before we jump into the content, though, I want to tell you guys, if you enjoy the podcast, whatever platform you're on, subscribe, click the button so that you get notifications, share it on social media, and leave us a five-star review. If you do those things, you're helping us get our message out to more people. Our Every single podcast we, we do, we grow by leaps and bounds, more and more people. So I know you're doing that, but if you're not, please do that. And if you are, continue doing that. Uh, that helps us reach as many people as possible. So... Without going in any more spiel, I'm going to get to the content, and I know you appreciate that. So, yep. Wes, uh, thank you so much for taking the time Man, to come on. Thank you, Brian. I appreciate the opportunity. Thanks. Yeah. And so um, I'm excited. Like I said, you know, um, there's a lot of things that get said on campaign trails. You've been in politics long enough to know. Sure. You hear all the promises, and sure. then there's all the excuses of why they can't do the thing that they promised. Well, I got in, and all that. And so uh, I was just super excited when I saw... You said you were going to get us out of Eric and you got us out of Eric. And so, uh, you know, I don't know. I know we reported on that a bunch. Yeah. Uh, and that was a, a concern. So you sure. fulfilled that promise. So yeah. thank you for doing that. Yeah, no problem. Glad to do it. Yes, sir. So um, before we jump into um, AVID, I think it's called, is that right? And so kind of the Eric replacement, we're going to just learn a little bit more about you. So you're from Alabama, played 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 for the University of Alabama. Just kind of talk about where you're from, okay. how you got into politics, okay. you know, uh, and and up to your point, this sure. foreign secretary of state. Yeah, no. Um, again, thanks for having me on, sure. Brian. I appreciate it. And thank you for what you do. Yeah. So born and raised in Tuscaloosa at the end of a dirt road in Cottondale, which is an unincorporated part of the county. And uh, so blessed to have a mom and a daddy and uh, that just raised me right. Conservative values, traditional values. Uh, grew up in at Gilgal Baptist Church, Southern Baptist Church, uh, not far down the road. Uh, but went to the University of Alabama where I was a walk-on football player uh, for Coach Stallings and Coach Mike Dubose. Dabo Sweeney was my position coach uh, oh, during wow. those years and uh, played with a lot of good players. But, man, made so many good friends that last to this day. 
and uh, but was able to do something that a lot of little boys don't get an opportunity to do. And yeah. we were so uh, grateful to be able to have that opportunity. And I wasn't a great player by yeah. no stretch of the imagination, but we just worked hard. And, yeah. you know, that work ethic that my family, my mom and my daddy instilled in me at an early age, uh, you know, helped me through that. And we got, a, got our uh, degree at the University of Alabama, met my wife there. She was in the Million Dollar Band. She was a Crimsonette, the head Crimsonette for the wow. Million Dollar Band. And so she's just a precious, precious lady, true Southern lady. And yeah. we'll be married 24 years this year. We've got two children. Uh, but so after the University of Alabama, I moved to, to Troy, down in Pike County, to yeah. uh, start my degree uh, in sport management. And I was, thought I was going to be uh, an athletic director one day. And yeah. was working in athletics at Troy University. And so that's where we kind of put our roots down and just grew and flourished. And uh, we love Troy, love Pike County, love that small town, yeah. watched it grow through the years. And um, active members uh, at First Baptist Church in Troy where, you know, we up until recently I've led a, a group of men about my age in Sunday school. And now I'm going to be kind of transitioning over to uh, the college guys, leading yeah. them. So we're excited about that new opportunity at, at our local uh, Fellowship of Believers there. And so that's kind of our story. And uh, politics, uh, my dad is in it. Yeah. Uh, he's in, he Gerald was in the Allen. Uh, Gerald Allen. He was in the House for years, um, four terms, and then he ran for the Senate. And he's currently serving in the Alabama State Senate. But before that, my grandfather was a county commissioner in Tuscaloosa. Okay. And uh, kind of saw his service and saw dad's service. And I was in a spot in Troy uh, working for the university, and the probate judge down there decided that he was going to retire. And I said, you know what, let me see if that's something that may fit, because it's an administrative role as well, and I was good at administration. Yeah. And, you know, Governor Riley appointed me, and you just never know how the good Lord's going to work and how yeah. he's going to direct your path. And yeah. so you and got appointed. Three years later, we ran for my own term, my own uh, in 2012 and won. And, yeah. uh, you know, we, we, we just worked hard. We got in there and just worked hard and that's what yeah. it's all about. Yeah. And you had a great reputation. Mike Holmes, my neighbor, yeah. uh, speaks yeah. very highly of you. Yeah, yeah. He's great. Um, and if Mike Holmes speaks highly of you, I, I sure. think highly of you. So well, he's, he's special. He's great. He yeah. really is. Mm -hmm. Um, and the last time I saw you, you were carrying a watermelon on your shoulder, uh, walking through, um, really? where were we? Where's, where's the state rep that owns the, Oh, Oh, uh, yeah, it's uh, Reed Ingram. Sweet, Reed Ingram. Sweet ah, Creek. Sorry, Reed, when you watch this. Yeah. I, I know who you are, I promise. <laughs> Sweet so, Creek. Sweet Creek, yeah. So I'm, right. I'm sitting down at Sweet Creek, and here comes the Secretary of State with a watermelon on his shoulder like this. Yeah. And, man, he's got the best watermelon on the planet. It is. And he and he sat down, and he told me how it's the best watermelon. It has something to do with how they harvest it and driving over the vines and the timing and how he picks it. I, he went into all that, and I'm like, I'm sure it's just like every other watermelon. I went home. And yeah. it was not. It was the best watermelon I've ever well, had. So anyway. Love watermelon. Yes. So yeah. there you go. Yeah. Um, and that, that makes good. sense because you're in Troy. I, in my mind, you were in Tuscaloosa because your dad is. Sure. Yeah. And so I thought you were headed to the beach, but I guess you were probably just headed back to Troy. I was going home. Yeah. yeah. There you go. That That's makes it. sense why so you'd be there. Yeah. All right. There you go. I think my wife was with me that day. As a matter was. of fact, we, yeah. were, we were somewhere and coming yeah. through and saw you there. But yeah, yeah. thanks for my house. Great You story. never know who you're going to see at Sweet Creek, really. Every time I go there, I see somebody It's I an outstanding place. It really is. That's where we watched our returns come in on election night, too. There yep. you go. Love read. Yep. Good stuff. All right. Well, um, Secretary of State, why mm -hmm. why would anyone in their right mind want to <laughs> be the Secretary of State of Alabama? And and I think I don't I don't want to get you to badmouth people or anything like that. If 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 you want to, there's the microphone and have at it. But I also don't want to pressure you into doing that. And so 
you know, we heard forever, Alabama's the gold standard. Alabama's the gold standard. Alabama's the gold standard. John Merrill kind of went all over the state telling everybody what a gold standard it was. And it's like, you know, well, we've seen things. Um, there's There's been grassroots activists and stuff who've pointed out some really, really simple things that, that just need to be fixed. Eric being one of them. I think we reported on that. We were the first ones to report on that. Um, and so there was, there was issues and, and, and I think how is the, it's just because we say we're the gold standard, that doesn't mean there's not room for improvement. And you, you played at the university of Alabama. I think you understand that you play for Gene Stallings standard, man. Yeah. The standard can get higher. So, you know, if (laughs) standard, so, you know, it's like, okay, that's great. If we are the gold standard, maybe we are, maybe we're not, but here's some issues that we really need to take a look Mm -hmm. at. And so, Mm -hmm. um, you, you came into that obviously with that mindset and jumped into it. Why is that why you ran for secretary of state or what was your, well, I served as a probate judge, the chief yeah. elections official, yeah. and I ran elections uh, alongside the circuit clerk, alongside the sheriff, alongside the board of registrars, and all those poll workers that worked so hard on election day. And so I know it firsthand, yeah. and I know the language, and I know the terminology, and I know the inner workings and, and on election day, prior to election day, after election day, certifying elections, all the things that go on. And I thought it was a natural progression to yeah. continue to serve Alabama. And, of course, in between there, I served in the Alabama House of Representatives, where I sat right in front yeah. of Mike Holmes. There you go. Uh, and But, you know, I carried that local philosophy, that local knowledge to the state house, from the courthouse to the state house. And then, uh, of course, Mr. Merrill was term limited, yeah. and it was an open seat, and I saw an opportunity. Uh, you know, there's no guarantees in life, but, Brian, you're a man of faith. I'm a man of faith. We, we pray, and we want... Um, God's direction for our life. We want to be, and what we pray for is wisdom to discern the closed doors and those open doors. Amen. And um, so we decided to um, take the opportunity to run for that open seat and not knowing if there was, of course, there were no guarantees. I was giving up a safe house seat uh, down there in Pike and Dale counties, House District 89. And, you know, we ran and worked as hard as we possibly could, and it worked out. And we were able to, um, early on these first eight or nine months do some really good things and work really hard. And like you said before, there's always room for improvement. Yeah. I mean, that was instilled in me as a kid from my parents and then playing at the university of Alabama, you know, the standards high Yeah, and you, there's always room to where you can improve. And so that's, that's how I come at this stuff is that, yeah. Hey, we can do good things. It doesn't mean you're going to be perfect every day yeah. because you're not, but Hey, you're working and your trajectory is upward. To yeah. that high standard. And so um, we just felt, I felt that I had a lot of things to offer, um, that local philosophy, that anytime somebody walks in that courthouse, they're our customer, no yeah. matter if we could sell them a car tag or not, yeah. or help them in court, or help them with a driver's license, or yeah. help them with a recording. They may need the revenue commissioner. They may need the congressman. They yeah. may need Social Security Administration. Yeah, And so we acted as a liaison, and that's, man, it's so uh, similar in the secretary's office because you do a lot of similar things, record keeping, helping yeah. with business, elections. And so we we do all kind of things where when we get questions and get phone calls that is not necessarily in our jurisdiction, but hey, we're Department of Revenue, you need them. Yeah. We know somebody over there. We know somebody at Medicaid. We know somebody at Aaliyah. Yeah. And so we take that local philosophy to the state capital. And we think that's important. And we thought that our skill set uh, with our years of experience at the local level was, was going to help yeah. and fulfill 
what we wanted to do in that office. That's interesting. And I think, you know, something else I think is important too. you know, I don't, I don't think anybody knew what the secretary of state was until 2020. Right. And yeah. so then, you know, obvious massive election fraud across the country. <laughs> um, and then all of a sudden everyone's ears perked up to the secretary of state, what are we doing? You know, and, there, and there's this hyper focus on it. And so it's important. Yeah. And it's, and it's one of a, how many things that you're responsible for? It's one of like 50 or something, isn't it? A it's thousand. Like a thousand. Okay. I was close. 50, <laughs> there's, over, a thousand. There, there's over a thousand different duties that yeah. we are assigned in the code. Wow. So <laughs> it's a big deal. Yeah. And voting is a small piece of it, but it's yeah. obviously a yeah. huge piece. Sure. But, it, but it's only one. So, well, yep. interesting. Okay. Yeah. Well, another person uh, who, when it comes to election integrity, Secretary of States and all those things, who I absolutely prize what they have to say is Greg Phillips. Sure. He's one of my best friends. Yeah. Uh, and he thinks you're doing a really good job. And so, y'all got the beard going. Yeah. No, we do. We're, it's constant it's, beard competition. Yes. He and I. Yeah. Uh, he's right. winning. Yeah. Um, but, you know. Maybe when, few, I, maybe when I grow up, yeah, yeah maybe when I grow up, mine will be cool like this. So, <laughs> um, but he, he says that you're doing uh, a lot of really good things and, and, and he thinks that uh, you're on track. So I think that's good. Yeah. Um, so yeah, well talk about Eric and then talk about Avid cause those are connected, right? So get rid of Eric. Now we have, now what do we do? And then Avid, is that right? Sure. Okay. So yeah. tell us the story. Now, thanks for the opportunity there to um, address it. Um, so, um, yeah, you alluded to it early on in the campaign. I decided that, hey, you know, Eric's not the right fit for Alabama. I'm going to withdraw Alabama from it because so much personal information is going out of state to a third party vendor. Yeah. And we thought I thought that we could do it better in state. Yeah. Um, you know, it's real easy sometimes to kind of go and withdraw and pull yourself out of things. Yeah. But then come up with an Alabama based solution yeah. to do that. And so we said, hey, we're coming out of Eric, but we're going to come up with a solution. Yeah, and um, it took a little over eight months to do that, but we anchored down in the office, and I made a conscious decision uh, early on uh, in the administration. When I came off that stage, sent the letter to Eric, say we're officially out, and then our team just started working so hard day in and day out. We've got the white grease board up in the office, going down the checklist, meeting with other state agencies, trying to leverage every bit of state government that we could yeah. to try to figure that out and come up with what we have today in AVID. And literally every day we're, we were working on AVID, the Alabama Voter Integrity Database. And we were so proud to launch it on September the 18th at the press conference. And of course, yeah. thank you for your coverage on that. Of and, and uh, you know, we're, we're it's the first of its kind in the country to kind of do it the way we're doing it. And uh, we've had some wait, calls. Wait, wait, wait. And, yeah. Alabama's first at something. Yeah. It's something good. Yes. This yes. is good. Voter file maintenance is important. That's yeah. the foundation, man. I mean, it, it, so we, we understand how important it is. That's why we've worked so incredibly hard. And people are like, where have you been, man? What have you been doing? Yeah. Well, man, hey, the people elected me, and I said this at the press conference, the people elected me to get in there and do a job. Yeah. And- we want to be workhorses. I said it. Yeah. We're not going to be a show horse about yeah. it, but we're just going to get in there and do the job. And that, that goes back to my probate judge yeah. days. I was not born or raised in Pike County. Yeah. Had nobody buried in Pike County, but got appointed and then ran unopposed three years later. Yeah, I, That's just the team concept that I just think is vital when you get in there and just work hard and help people. Yeah, They recognize it. Yeah, and so we got in there, anchored down every day. What are we doing? How are we doing it? You yeah, know, plan your work, work your plan. That's right. And it and it's worked out, and uh, we're very very pleased. We've had some phone calls with other states about, hey, what, how are y'all? You yeah. Know? So I get those too. Yeah. How did you? Yeah. yeah. So it's good. It's good yeah. to collaborate, and we're well on our way. That's awesome. Yeah. And so the reason I, I kind of I you know ingest wait, wait, Alabama's first is something <laughs> good you know because it's really weird you know 
one, one of the, one of the reasons I started 1819, one of the things that just burns, and I know it probably does in your chest as well, uh, as you're a native and I'm, I moved here, uh, but it, I'm coming up on nine years. It'll be almost 10 years. I've lived here. All my kids were born here. I'm, you know, I'm claiming it. You're an so, Alabama yeah, man. You're, you're home. Come That's on. Right. Roll tight. Yeah. <laughs> um, is that we, when you go around the state and you shake hands with people and you speak and you look them in the eye and you talk to them, we have the greatest people in the nation that mm-hmm. live in Alabama, the we most do. conservative, the most God fearing, the most hardworking, most efficient, right. <laughs> and just amazing people. Yep. And then you see the legislation and it's like, that doesn't reflect the people. That's really weird. And so, you know, it's like we were like 37th on constitutional carry, you know, and so like, you know, people in Colorado were able to have a, a pistol in their car, but they weren't in Alabama. And it was just just weird things like that. And you're like, mm-hmm. that, that, that doesn't make any sense. So mm-hmm. um, there is a lot of, you know, with with previous leadership and, and leadership right now, but don't get you in trouble. Um, I stay in trouble, but I I, I don't want to keep you there. You know, that, that, that it's almost like, well, let's wait and watch what everyone else is going to do. And then we'll do what everyone else does once it's tested. Mm-hmm. But here you are saying. To heck with that. We, we're getting out of this. This is bad. I don't know what's good, but we're going to figure it out and we're going to do it and we're going to be on the cutting edge and we're going to be ahead of everybody. And so I think that's great. And that's 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 the spirit of our state. Mm-hmm. That's the people of our state. Mm-hmm. We're going to figure it out. We're, yeah. we're going to go to work. Mm-hmm. We're going to figure it out and, and we're going to come up with something awesome. And so um, I think that's great. Um, you know, and, and another aspect of it, too, a lot of people are figuring out how bad it is to contract stuff out. Right. And so I'll say, you know, you know, I'm, I have seven kids and we homeschool. I, you know, I'm, I'm going to take care of my kids. I'm, I'm not, I'm going to let other people do that. I'm going to do that. And you see people that are into institutional investing and they're, they're, they're losing money like crazy right now. They're like, well, maybe I should take care of my investments. There's all these, mm-hmm. these things that without a second thought, we just, the very important things that we let other people do because that was just the way it was done. And we're seeing how bad that can be. Mm-hmm. And that sounds like that was kind of something we were doing here. Like, oh, they'll take care of our voter rolls. Super duper. Hmm. You know, that's yeah. great. And it's like, well, maybe just maybe the state should do that for themselves. Right. So, yeah, yeah, it's important. And, um, you know, leading, you talk about it, it's, it's a man's your responsibility taking care of your family, yeah. you know, and, and so many other spheres of influence that we have. Um, but you touched on leading. Um just one example, in 2020, you know, we were, I think, the second state to introduce, and I introduced a legislation uh, uh, prohibiting the puberty blockers and cross-sex yeah. hormones and the, and the surgery, yeah. you know, from what we see from that transgender ideology. Yeah. And uh, it took us three years, it took us, yeah, three sessions to get it passed, but we just kept on. You yeah. know, we kept on. And that's just my nature. You just, you keep pushing, you keep pushing. And, and that's what we did, and, and we got it done. And General Marshall and his team did an outstanding job defending it. And so, yeah, it's been it's been good. But uh, Avid is tremendous. And um, it's a four prong. I don't know if you want me to talk about it now or or what. um, Give give me give me the whole show. Yeah. So it's a four prong uh, system. Yeah. Uh, number one, the first prong is our interagency agreement with ALEA, Alabama okay. Law Enforcement Agency, who handles our driver's licenses and yeah. non-driver IDs. Um, but but we felt it was really important to work alongside them. Uh, Hal Taylor, Secretary Taylor, mm-hmm. has done such an outstanding job with them, and his team has been tremendous to work with. And that was one of the first agencies that we sat down with when we first got into office. And so uh, if, if somebody from Alabama moves out of state, they go to – Arkansas, for instance, Arkansas, and they go over there and they get a driver's license. Arkansas is going to alert Alabama, say, "Hey, John Doe got a 
driver's license in Arkansas. So we're getting that data from Aaliyah. Everybody that's getting driver's licenses in, in these other 49 states. And so we're identifying, we've already identified over 8,500 people since we put in this first prong yeah. of identifying 8,500 individuals that have obtained driver's license or a non-driver ID out of state. So we can start sending them the postcard. Now, people are like, well, hey, Wes is just pulling them off. We can't do that. It takes four years to get somebody off the voter rolls if they move. Yeah. Per the National Voter uh, National Voter Registration Act of 1993 that was signed under Bill Clinton. Yeah. It takes four years. So you got to send them a postcard, say, hey, did you really move? And if if you did, please remove remove your name off our voter rolls. So yep. that's the first prong, 8,500 people. The second prong is our using of the national change of address file, which is kept by the United States Postal Service. Uh, we've already ran that file, ran that data. We've already identified 30,000 individuals who have moved out of state and alerted the Postal Service, say, hey, forward my mail from my Alabama address to my new address out of state. That's yeah. another 49-state information we're getting, uh, not, potentially. Yeah. Uh, and so one of the some of the critics have said, well, you got out of a 31-state group of states that shares data. Now you've only got you know, just a couple states or whatever that have signed up with you. That's not I don't true. Think you have fifty. Well, we got Aaliyah, we got the national change of address, and we got one more. The third prong yeah. is is the, the uh, Social Security Death Index kept by the Social Security Administration. So, with anytime somebody passes away in another state, another forty nine state, uh, somebody goes on a trip to Montana, we have access to that data. That used not be the case. Yeah. Uh, we met with the Alabama Department of Public Health, and they do a fantastic job of getting the, the local boards of registrars the list of individuals that pass away in Alabama. Yeah. But if somebody goes to Georgia, to Atlanta, to have surgery, they pass away, that's Georgia's data. That's yeah. not Alabama's data, and we don't have access to it. Yeah. So with that Social Security Death Index, we have access to that data, and we're running that. And so, um, and the fourth prong is— Hold on. On the third prong, how many people did you find there? Once you were able to see the data, we're running. We we have not got, we are almost got our hands on the data. Okay. But we've been approved to get the data. Okay. We just hadn't got it yet to run it. I know you did it on the first two. I wanted to make sure. Okay. Yeah. The the fourth and final prong is uh, our state partnerships, which I kind of alluded to earlier. Uh, For the first time in our history, we've got all four border states uh, that have signed and executed agreements, memorandums of understanding with the state of Alabama to exchange voter file data. Yeah. Uh, Tennessee, Georgia, Florida, Mississippi. We've also got Arkansas signed up, and then we're working on about two to three other states now that are very close to signing up that's in the South. And so um, we're working with them. We've already exchanged data with Tennessee and worked that data. Yeah. Uh, we've identified over 8,000 individuals that have been registered in Tennessee that, have already, that are also still on the Alabama voter rolls as well. So they're getting that postcard to say, hey, either update, or take your name off the list. And it's not like we won't remove them right off the bat. It's, it takes four years to do that. Yeah. The only people we immediately move remove is people that have passed away. Yeah, And so over 50,000 individuals that we've identified already, um, and we're about to start working that second state and working that data, uh, we're well on our way. And we're, we're excited about where we are. That's incredible. Uh, and, yeah. you know, I mean, 
you know, to even think of that and to see that, you know, again, it's thinking outside the box. It's looking at something mm-hmm. and saying like, okay, we already have all this infrastructure all over the place. There's no, no, no right. point in trying to reinvent the wheel here, right. you know, mm-hmm. um, work with people who already have it. So that's really interesting. So I'm sure you get to ask this all the time, but I'm, I'm not sure. So you know that there's 50,000 people that shouldn't be on our voter rolls that are, do you know how many of those people voted in the last election or if they did, or is that something that you guys are looking into? We're, we're running that data too. Okay. And we're not, we haven't completed that yet. Okay. There's a lot of um, work that goes in with IT departments. Like we have our own IT department in uh, our office, yeah. but then you're working with IT from Aaliyah. You're working with IT from a national change of address and, and, and uh, those guys, you're working with IT from other States. Uh, so it takes a little while to get, get it kind of filtered down and the right data yeah, sets that you I, need I can see it to in my run head, the distilling it. Yeah. So it, it, it so, takes some I mean, time, we're running that those if, data if, points. If I'm committing voter fraud and I saw this, like I would be like, well, that's not good. You know? So <laughs> hopefully, you know, some of that comes well, out. You um, know me, I think you know me well enough yeah. to know that I'm not, yeah. we, we are. No, I know. That's why I asked. So. We're on it. Good. Good. It just takes some time to get to it. Is there anything else on Avid that, that, that you want to share or talk about before we move on to something else? I think it's important that, you know, we talked about the Alabama-based solution. We've got it with the four prongs, um, but we own the server. The server's in Alabama. It's in Montgomery County. Yeah. We can put our hands on it. If you remember, in February of this year, I went to Washington, D.C. for a meeting, and I yeah. said, you know what, I'm going – this is before we were officially out because it's like a 90-day window. Yeah. Before we were officially out of Eric, I said, I'm going to go by their home office. Do you remember this? Yeah, okay. there was nothing right. there. Yeah, I was there. I went there and – Went to the young lady at the desk and said, hey, I'm here to see Electronic Registration Information Center suite, you know, and she's like, there's nobody in there. I'm like, what? That's crazy. So anyway. It's a great third party. You know, <laughs> great third party system we had going on yeah, there. So <laughs> it's it's over in China somewhere. It's so important <laughs> that we've got it here in Alabama. And, uh, you know, I just want people to understand that the team that we've got in place is a their first round draft picks in that office. Yeah. And um, I want the best people around me. And and to know to cut them loose and to let them use their creative and be creative and to go out and work hard, but to be accountable. Yeah. And uh, we've got a we've got a great team, man, and they've been working so hard. That's awesome. Yeah. What what so what else? Uh, so obviously for the last nine months or eight months or whatever it's been, you've been doing nothing else but this. I would imagine, but you know, <laughs> it's a large portion. Yeah. What are um, what are some of the other things that you deal with? Yeah. I mean, obviously, and, and, and again, maybe I'll I'll tee this up, and and some of it I want to save for we've got to do an, an overtime segment behind the scenes. Okay. Uh, just about the culture stuff and everything that's going on. You know, there's there's obviously a war that's being waged against people who think and believe like we do. Absolutely. Um, it's on. You know, obviously, Secretary of State looks that role looks different than the attorney general like steve mm-hmm. marshall gets to go out there with the sword and just like mm-hmm. go head to head with mm-hmm. the evils and everything but you know the way these marxists have operated has been through voter rolls and things like that and so you've kind of got your own unique way that you're able to fend this off is there anything else that the secretary of state's office can do to kind of you know pr- preserve our sovereignty keep out communism like this is this is stuff that's always going through my head well, uh, you know, in 2020, we saw the chaos and confusion go on in other states. And you, you touched on it earlier about the gold standard. We've got a fine system in Alabama. At the end of the night, unless the race is just comes down to the provisional ballots, which are counted seven days yeah. later, you're going to know who wins and loses. We know how to count yeah. votes in Alabama. Uh, and you're going to know at the end of the night, you know, nine or 10 o'clock, you're going to know who wins and loses. So that's yeah. a very, very positive things. And, and like you said, there's always ways to improve. And we want to work with our partners 
with the probate judges, the circuit clerks, the sheriffs, the board of registrars, the poll workers, and all of everybody that has anything to do at the county level to make sure they've got what they need to be successful. Yeah. And one thing that, that as a secretary of state, I bring my own conservative philosophy, obviously. Yeah. You know my track record. Yeah. In 2020, we saw how things kind of got away from some states. And when some states kind of let some uh, policy get away from them, but I believe in election day, not election month. Yeah. I believe uh, we're not going to have mass mail voting in Alabama. Yeah. We'll always have paper ballots. We passed that bill where we'll yeah. always have paper to vote on. Yeah. Uh, our tabulators will never be connected to the internet. We passed that piece of legislation. Uh, so we can be advocates. And so when we see terrible legislation, automatic voter registration yeah. being one, no, I'm going to work to kill it. Yeah. You know, if, if we're not going to have a month of voting, yeah, we're going, I believe in election day, yeah. not election month and yeah. Pennsylvania, you saw yeah. what happens when you've got 40 days of early yeah. voting, you know, we, we can do it and we do do a fine job in Alabama with what we have. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And, and the ones that don't, I mean, I've seen there, you were on the front lines and you know, those people looks like they're going to jail. Um, and so <laughs> you've, you've been doing that. Am I right on that? Do I remember that? Didn't someone get locked up that was doing something wrong since you've been in as secretary of state? Am I imagining Well, okay. Things? So, um, we removed a board of registrar. Maybe that's what it was. In Dothan. Yeah. In Houston County. Um, that, that person was doing some things, um, issuing IDs to someone that had, disqualifying felonies they okay. weren't due the id yeah they were registering people with disqualifying disqualifying felonies at an address that was not theirs yeah so we just can't have that it's unacceptable yeah. and um the board of registrars 99.9 percent .9 of them do a fine job yeah but sometimes you've got folks that that don't adhere to that standard of high quality yeah. and we're not just we're not gonna have it and so we we made the decision uh quick decision after that investigation to remove her. And so we did. Um, another thing that we've put in place is we've partnered with the Alabama State Bar um, to help hopefully recruit poll workers for election day. So any attorney in Alabama that wants to get four hours of uh, education, CLEs, yeah. they can uh, go to their probate and just say, hey, I want to be a, a poll worker. They can go through the training and work on election day and get four hours of continuing education. Yeah. So we launched that back, I don't know, a couple months ago now. Um, we're making available through our office, through the Help America Vote Act, federal funds, uh, geographical information software, GIS. Um, if you remember in 22, in the primary, there were a couple of instances where some folks got the wrong ballot because they were not in the right precinct or right district. Yeah. Happened in a couple different places. And so yeah. we're going to make that software system available to every county that doesn't have it if they yeah. want it. Um, and to make sure that the voters are in the right district. And okay. in the right precinct, because we don't want anybody getting the wrong wrong ballot, and to and to have um, and and to not have confidence in their election systems. Yeah. And um, you know, so we're very excited about that going in. That work is going on now. Um, that company is is putting the software in place in a couple of counties already. So we're we're excited about that program as well. Awesome. Mm -hmm. Yep. All right. Well, Wes Allen, thank you so much. Man, yeah. Thank you, Brian. Absolutely appreciate it. All right, guys, that'll wrap it up for our regularly scheduled programming. But uh, we will have an overtime segment coming to you. And if you have not signed up to become a member, you'll miss out on that. And so this is your opportunity now to go to 1819news.com. 
click the button, become a member. Membership start as little as $5 a month. Please go do that. And until next time, put your trust in God and keep your powder dry.